I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Monstrous Agonies Episode 98 Rihanna up and 2,500 seconds Receiving writhing vengeance of the swarm. Next tonight, I answer your questions on liminal living. First up, a listener trying to support their child through a difficult period. I've been listening to your broadcasts for about half a century now. Your voice in the background has been a good source of company during the hunts I go on for my job. Still, I've hesitated to ask this because... Well, it's about my son. For a bit of background, I am of an immortal and hematophagic genus, still fairly young, just over 250 years old, 230 since I was turned. The problem started with my job. I won't go into details, it's all quite classified. All I can say is that what I do has earned me quite a few enemies in the creature community. Thankfully, these enemies didn't know about my son for the first 14 years after I adopted him. 14 years of peace. 
But then, somehow, someone caught wind of him, which, of course, put him in immediate danger. I tried teaching him how to defend himself, but it... it wasn't enough. He was attacked by a vindictive lycanthrope. I've dealt with them. But the damage has already been done. Ever since he was turned, he's become sullen, closed off. That spark of the bright young boy I found all those years ago is just snuffed out. I know what it's like to suddenly have your genus changed. I lived through it and I had to do it on my own. But he has me. He knows I'm there for him. That I'm there to help. And he's still hiding himself away. What do I do? How, how can I help him? Is there any way for me to help him? Whether with his mental recovery or physical, is there any kind of therapy you recommend? I just want him to be happy. Please, help me help him. I need to know he'll be okay. I hear your concerns, listener, and I will speak to them shortly with what advice I can give. But first, I would like to note my surprise that you have continued in a career that so directly puts your child at risk. Your son has been forcibly turned by someone seeking vengeance on you. With proper support and care, there is no reason why he shouldn't make a full recovery, both physically and emotionally. But neither is there any reason he should have been subjected to this attack in the first place. You say you've tried to teach him how to defend himself. In what possible world is it appropriate for a 14-year-old child to be expected to defend himself from such an occurrence? I don't say this to shame you, but to urge you to action. You can't do anything about the enemies you have already made, but please reconsider this career before you make any more, and before you put him in any more danger. In terms of his recovery, I think he would benefit a great deal from some counselling. Provide him with a safe, professional relationship where he can talk things through in his own time and on his own terms. Otherwise, the only thing you can do is remain present, keep demonstrating your availability and willingness to talk, and wait for him to come to you. And please, take heart. Children are remarkably resilient, and the chances are very good that he will bounce back from this sooner than you would expect. In fact, he may well have already processed his feelings about the matter and be concerned with something quite different. 
After all, a 14-year-old boy becoming surly and uncommunicative is hardly cause for panic. Give him time, encourage open conversation about what happened, and focus on responding to whatever he brings you with open-mindedness and acceptance. Have your familiars unionized? Do they demand you raise their pay, allow their pets on your property, address them as equals? Does your empire rely on false promises of wealth and immortality, meaning you can't afford to hold up your end of the deal lest you go destitute? Well, tough luck. Join the Familiars Union today and get a free water bottle. We legally can't tell you who to throw it at, but we think you know. Proud members of the Night Folk Network. Our second letter tonight is from a listener feeling overwhelmed by their possessions. This might seem comparatively silly, but the long and short of it is, I have too much stuff. By sapio standards, I'd likely be considered a hoarder, which is a ridiculous word to use in a derogatory fashion. How would humans like it if I started running around calling people thumb-havers as an insult? Of course, I'm a hoarder. Having a hoard is a major part of my genus's culture. Though, even if I were a different genus, I doubt I'd be a minimalist. I think a home needs a bit of clutter to feel properly lived in. I don't actually want my den to look like it's copied directly out of gnomes and gardens, you know? But there's a difference between homey and personable and about one purchase away from suffocating in your own stuff. Most of my kind choose one specific thing to hoard. But I suppose you could say that I hoard hobbies. I often find myself picking up musical instruments or crafting supplies or personal gym equipment on a whim. And it would be fine if I just threw it all away once I'd finished with that hobby. But I tend to be quite cyclical in my interests. Sure, I've put down the theremin for now in favour of screen printing, say, but in, oh, 20 years or so, I'll almost certainly get back into it. It seems frivolous to get rid of something you're going to use again so soon. On top of this, I'm a triple threat of long-lived, impulsive and sentimental. My items are often tied to a specific memory, especially if it's a gift. I've kept a particular hand towel for many years, despite technically not having hands, because a maiden once used it to staunch my wounds. (laughs) Getting rid of these things feels like tossing away the whole moment or chucking a whole person straight into the bin. You can imagine any attempt at downsizing quickly becomes something of a nightmare. Honestly, my place is embarrassing. Embarrassing and claustrophobic and near impossible to find anything in. I've tried finding tips online, reading home organisation books, even binged some ultimately condescending lifestyle coach videos. But every time I try to get things back into a livable condition, I'll spend hours on it and not even make a dent. Just 
looking at the piles and piles of stuff is so overwhelming and frustrating and I just... I'm sorry if I come across as whiny. Like, boo-hoo, I've led the kind of life where it's too easy for me to acquire material goods. What a tragedy. But I really could use some help. At this point, I can barely stand to even look at my den, let alone have anyone over. Short of having a brain that operates completely differently from my own, and thus didn't place me in this quite literal mess in the first place, what can I do to be able to breathe in my own home? First of all, listener, I want to reassure you, this is not a silly problem or something you need to tackle on your own. Our homes are profoundly important spaces, and you deserve to live somewhere you feel comfortable and able to relax. There are two reasons you mentioned for holding on to items, and I think it's worth taking each of them separately. Let's start with the sentimental items. It is perfectly reasonable to want to keep hold of items that remind you of happy times and important relationships. But right now, those items are causing you nothing but stress and anxiety, and are quite unable to provide you the comfort and cheer you want from them. Instead of demanding you throw these items away, I recommend you find some way to honour the precious place they have in your heart. Invest in some beautiful storage boxes to keep them in, or put up shelves and display units so you can have them on show. You could even have the hand towel framed if you wanted. It will take time to find a proper home for each item, but I think you'll find that less daunting and more productive than trying to force yourself to throw things away. In addition, you will find it easier to keep your things tidy once everything has a designated space to be tidied away to. When it comes to the various accoutrements you gather in the course of expanding your hoard of hobbies, I think you need to take a different tack. It's wonderful that you are so willing to learn new skills and make time for new passions. There is nothing wrong with this impulse. In fact, the world would be a better place if more people allowed themselves to try out something new. Have you considered using your collection to enable others to do just that? After all, you can't use all these items at the same time, and it seems a shame for them to be gathering dust in the meantime. Consider donating to local community groups, the public library, or, if you have one nearby, a local tool library. Your collection could be a real boon to people looking to borrow the equipment they need to explore new passions. And remember, you can always borrow back your own theremin when the mood takes you. The Night Folk Network on 131.3 FM community owned, community run.
Time now for our monthly book club. This month, we've been dabbling in non-fiction as we read the autobiography of a figure as influential as he is controversial, Mr. B. Gone. My hugely popular demand... Crushed on the inside. I think it's the culture. There are no clear rules. Episode 98 of Monstrous Agonies was written and performed by H.R. Owen. Tonight's first letter was submitted by Tiny Tony Maloney. The second letter was from Nat20s, and this week's advert came from Bug. Thanks, friends. Hello and welcome to our latest supporter on Patreon, Ray. Join them at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies or make a one-off donation at ko-fi.com slash hroin. You can also help us grow our audience by sharing with your friends and familiars and following us on Tumblr at monstrousagonies and on Twitter at monstrous underscore pod. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening and remember... The real monsters are the friends we made on the way. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.